0: No one likes to feel stuck, especially by your cloud. But the IBM cloud is the most open and secure public cloud for business. It can manage all your apps and data anywhere. Smart loves problems. IBM, let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com flexible.
1: Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Lobon on assignment at Ryan
0: Fieldhouse at Northwestern, Tony. I'm Tony Kornheiser. No, you're not. You're in a studio in Chicago, eight feet from me. No,
1: no, can't you see? I'm on the grass. I'm in the new building, the field house. What are you
0: talking about? You're literally eight feet from me, and at some point in this show, I'm going to walk in there and sit in your lap (laughs) so people can see how stupid it is that you're in one room and I'm in another room. I like the field house. That's the truth of the matter. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, Jimmy Butler loses, LeBron wins, and Zion dominates. But we begin today with Draymond Green and Kevin Durant walking into shoot-around in Houston today, chatting amiably. And then we heard, finally, from Draymond Green, who said, among other other things, among other things, Nobody in this organization, uh, from a player, um, you know, not myself, not Kevin, not anybody else, is going to beat us, you know. Um, So... If you one of them other 29 teams in this league, you gotta beat us. We're not gonna beat us. This only makes Kevin, myself, and the rest of my teammates stronger. That's what it's gonna do. So, you know, you think you saw something before. Good luck with us now. Well on first we thought it was no deal at all. Then we thought this is a really big deal. What do you think this is now? Well, Tony, it follows a familiar script. There's controversy.
1: It's in the media for just now in social media and mainstream media for a couple of days. One player or the other comes out and says, this is no big deal. It's behind us. And now we're going to show you people why we don't care what you say. Outside noise, but it's not inside. That's a familiar script in American life, particularly in sports. Tony, I was more interested in Draymond Green's comments saying and he said, I'm an emotional guy. I ain't changing. This is who I am. I know sometimes people get tired of it, but this works in
0: the main for me and for us. I was more interested in that because I believe it's true. Look, I like Draymond Green a lot. I even like his flaws. I know he's a hothead. I know he's a bull in a china shop. But I think he has a sense truly of when he was wrong. And I don't think he thinks he was wrong here. I think that he believes he is the aggrieved party. I think that Kevin Durant is a great player. I think he's a selfless player. But, Mike, I don't think he's a great teammate. And I think in this particular case, what we could see down the road is a guy like Kevin Durant saying, you know what, I'm going to go somewhere else because the people here don't love me in the way that I want to be loved. I'm not sure this is the end of the road. I think they'll win the championship. I don't even know that they'll break up next year. But if they do, I could honestly see both of them going separate ways. I could.
1: Well, Tony, it, it, nothing, as we know, lasts forever. Sounds cliché, but it's true. I, I I, think it could galvanize them, and that's part of also what Draymond Green was I thinking. believe I they're they going to win this year. Them.
0: I do. I think they'll well, win.
1: Uh, Tony, I, I want to see how they play when they get Steph Curry back. And he's still out. He's going to be out a little longer than was initially thought. I want to see how they play and what they're fueled by. Because there are going to be some nights where they got some of those Western Conference teams that are not – Easy to
0: beat. So this I'll is tell what you something, you're watching, Mike, and goodness knows we will. I'm going to be old here. I'm going to quote a Cole Porter song, or at least I think it's a Cole Porter song. And the song is just one of those things. And the line is about a love affair, and the line is this. It was too hot not to cool down. And that may be the Warriors, how great they've been. It'll be interesting. Listen to you. Go you know musical metaphor.
1: So impressive, Tony. The great composers that you're familiar with. Big NFL game tonight between two recent marquee teams in the NFC, Packers at Seahawks. Not so long ago, the Seahawks were money in Seattle, particularly in prime time, but they're struggling along now at 4-5, and five, and a, a loss almost surely knocks them out of real contention. But the Packers at 4-4-1 four, four, had their own issues, and a loss would really put them squarely behind the Bears and Vikings in their division.
0: Tony is the loser of this game done. I'm not sure that they're not both done now, and you probably feel the same, Mike. Let's just look at the Seahawks for a second. If they lose, they're done, because they're not going to be able to catch the Rams. And the wild cards, if it's Carolina, if it's Minnesota, if it's Washington, you know, they're, no, they're they're done if they lose this. With the Packers, the Packers have a better chance because they can play Minnesota, they can play Chicago. But you know what, Mike? As great as Aaron Rodgers is, and he's great, he's got 17 touchdown passes and one interception. There are times he doesn't get the ball when he needs it at the end if somebody fumbles a kick return. You just look around at that team. I'm not sure there's enough around him that even if they win to do anything. Tony, I feel that way about both these teams. I mean, there there are times
1: where Russell Wilson looks like he can, as he might have done three or four years ago, will his team. But I don't think the team is good enough for him to do that. Aaron Rodgers, yeah. we've seen with a good cast around him, as you mentioned, with a good ensemble, he's been able to run the table and go five, six in a row into the playoffs. Yeah. But I don't see either one Not of these here. teams doing that. I think that so let, let's the look loser ahead for a second. is
0: probably out. Let's, let's just look ahead for a second because both these teams could be going under some upheaval. I believe that if the Packers don't make the playoffs, that's probably it for Mike McCarthy. And he's been with Aaron Rodgers to a Super Bowl win for more than a decade now. With the passing of Paul Allen, there's going to be somebody else who's going to own Seattle. And maybe somebody's going to say to Pete Carroll, you've had enough time. Or maybe Pete Carroll's going to say, I'm out of here anyway. Maybe I'll go coach USC at this point. I think we may be looking at change for both those teams. What do you think? I
1: think so. We could be talking about a, a, a double knockout. You know, that yep. rare situation where even the winner of this game, yep. there could be such attrition. They, yep. they don't look like New Orleans, Tony. No. Nope. They don't. They, they don't. And, and so, you know, that's sort of the standard right now
0: in the NFC. Hard to think of the Packers as being out. That would make me happy, though. The Philadelphia 76ers lost last night in Jimmy Butler's debut. Butler had 14 points and four rebounds, but a mediocre Orlando team pulled away late and beat the Sixers. Meanwhile, the Timberwolves are 2-0 and since Butler left. Carl Anthony Towns had 25 points and 16 rebounds. And Minnesota beat a good team, New Orleans. Wilbon, are there any judgments you feel comfortable making about this juxtaposition? Not permanent ones, but
1: the early returns would suggest, as we already thought, Carl Anthony Towns and Wiggins would just rather be free of Jimmy Butler, that yeah. they think they were chafing. Now, that's what the short term results might suggest. I, I, I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, we still got to see how the two new members, Covington and Sharich, are going to fit in a longer space in Minnesota. And the Sixers, Tony, look, I I expect Jimmy Butler to find his sea legs pretty quickly by, like, the next game. Again, I don't need to make a grand declaration here, but unlike some others, I think that this trade is going to be really good for Philadelphia and not so bad for Minnesota at
0: the least. So we spend a lot of time talking about Jimmy Butler. I am suffering from Jimmy Butler fatigue. I know you're not because you loved him when he was with, with the Bulls. But I would ask you, how many championships has he won? And the answer is none. I mean, what has he truly accomplished? And the answer is, he's been a pretty good player. His problem with the Sixers, and he should make them much better, because he is a good player, his problem with the Sixers is not going to be him. It's going to be how Embiid and Simmons react to him. And and if it gets to be a bad situation. The situation in Minnesota was toxic. They are much better without him. That doesn't mean they're a great team. It means without him, they're much better. Carl Anthony Towns... For example, 50 that's points best game of and the year 37 last night, rebounds and shooting 64% over these two games. Jimmy Butler had to go there. Mike, if they both end up, let's say, finishing fourth or fifth in their conferences, it's right. going to look bad for Jimmy Butler, not
1: for so the it's other not team. Not Philadelphia, Tony. Philadelphia had better finish fourth in its conference, because a third or fourth, because that's how good they ought to they be. They should be. And... Well, okay, so that's not but the But the other team Jimmy picked Butler. up He's two good players. There. Two good players, right? They picked up two good yeah, players. Let's see what Minnesota Tony, Minnesota's gonna struggle to make the playoffs. We'll with see these new players or not. Watch. We'll see. Speaking of, watch. Watch out. Maybe it's time to break up the Lakers. They won their fourth straight last night, winning at home against Portland. So now they've won six out of seven and look efficient, if not dominant. Well, Rajon Rondo figures to be out at least a month with a broken hand. Tony, is that going to slow the Lakers' role, or does LeBron's performance and the teams convince you that their biggest struggles are
0: behind them? Is that a delayed reaction for Rondo after punching Chris Paul in the head? Did you find out oh, that he broke his on. hand? Are there, are there troubles behind them? Not necessarily and not just yet. But LeBron James makes every team that he plays on better he tinkers with every team, and often, not always, but often, that team gets better. What I would tell you is significant is this. Before LeBron James got to the Lakers, I believe they had lost 16 straight games to Portland. And in the opener this year, they lost to Portland. But beating them two in a row, Mike, that actually is deal. significant. Because it yeah. adds to the mythology of LeBron James. That what I, what I think is at work here now is LeBron James being the tide that raises the boats on that team.
1: And I don't see why so many people found it hard to understand that this was going to happen. And, I, you know, I've got colleagues that I respect. The Lakers are going to miss the playoffs. They're going to stop. I don't think they're going to be in the top two in the West, but they could be anywhere. But it, with the way Houston's going, but that brings me to this point, Tony.
0: Yeah.
1: Teams like Houston and Utah, which have started slowly, are going to get better. And so the Lakers are going to have some struggles just because these teams are good. These teams might be as good, if not a little better, than they are. New Orleans is going to get it going again. So it's going to be difficult, and so they are going to be natural basketball struggles in the Western
0: Conference. So at the beginning of the year, I said that they would win 50, and you laughed at me, and I backed away. I'm not sure I won't get the last laugh here. I'm not sure. LeBron James is only playing 35 minutes a game, and he's got great numbers. Again, he makes teams better, and in the West... When you say those teams are going to get better, a lot of them have receded a little bit. If LeBron James can carry young players who admire him so that they give maximum effort, they could show up around 48 to 50, don't you think? Yes, Tony, yes. But don't
1: overlook Rondo's absence if he's gone for a month. I mean, the the, the last time he had one of these hand injuries, Rondo had led the Bulls with Dwayne Wade and that sort of makeshift team they had one year, to a 2-0 lead winning both games in Boston in the playoffs. He'll be without. Back.
0: I don't think the Bulls won again. He'll Ron be back. Inc- he'll inc- be back. And, Le- and LeBron, LeBron's not going to miss every foul shot in the last 10 seconds. He's not. The Zion Williamson show was on again last night in Durham. Woo! Granted, Eastern Michigan is not a scary opponent, but Williamson had 21 points and 9 rebounds. He shot 10 for 12 from the floor and had a few standardly amazing dunks. In three games, Williamson is averaging 25.3 points and 10.6 rebounds. And he is shooting 82% from the field, which means he's more accurate than Drew Brees. Last night, Mike Cheshevsky said of Williamson, quote, It's more than how high he jumps. It's his incredible body control. It's crazy, unquote. Will Bonnie getting swept up in Zion fever.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Tony. And it takes me back to a time when I was really young and I I have not just studied, but covered, you know, decades of college basketball. I was very fortunate to see the likes of Jordan and Ewing, even Bird when I was in college. Larry Bird, you know, when he and Magic sort of turned the, the, the industry. Tony, this reminds me going further back than that of Lou Alcindor and Bill Walton. Those were guys, and I know you know because you were at court side for at least, I covered Jabbar. Yeah, I covered them. But, Tony, they were the people that were yeah. so dominant. Their numbers were, like, insane. And Zion Williamson, without being 7'2", is having that sort of impact early on. We haven't got the
0: ACC season yet, but, but early on, wow. So people tell me that R.J. Barrett is the best guy out there. And my response is, which one is he? Because I'm watching this other guy. Every time the other guy gets his hands on the ball, I'm watching him. And I, too, like you, I tried to think back, who does he remind me of? And obviously, LeBron... How far you go? Well, I'll start with LeBron just in this sense. LeBron and Kobe, that everybody knew when they were this age that they were great players. I thought of Blake Griffin for the power. I thought of David Thompson for the elevation. But I'll give you a name that you may not have thought of because it's another sport. And that is Herschel Walker. Because this guy is a man. He is ready yeah. to play yeah. right now, and when you look at him, you go, he is different than the others. Yeah, yeah, he's different. Let's take a break. When we come back, how could Bond have gotten the National League Saw Young Award so wrong? Because I got some sense, and maybe others don't. Should Le'Veon Bell have a problem with his former teammates raiding his locker? Well, are you going to run the 40 on that field behind you? Because I'd like to see that. I'll run the 40, I'll run the 40 if
1: you want. How do you judge someone? Not by what they say, by what they do. We're a nation of doers. What's Mike Bloomberg about? Doing things. A middle-class kid worked his way through college. An entrepreneur, Bloomberg built a global news and information business from scratch. Mayor of a diverse, progressive city, Mike Bloomberg rebuilt after 9-11, creating nearly 500,000 jobs, improving health care and public schools. Now he's running for president, and Mike's the change we need. From chaos to steady leadership, from lies to someone who believes in facts and data, from divisiveness to someone who builds teams, nurtures good ideas, and holds himself accountable for results. Mike Bloomberg knows how to lead, to build, to deliver, to do. He'll win and unite this country. Mike will get things done. I'm Mike Bloomberg, candidate for president, and I approve this message. Because we need to deliver on the promise of the American dream.
0: Paid for by Mike Bloomberg 2020. I've written millions of words in my career. I have yet to pick a bad one. Let's see if the streak continues. What's first? It's blank that Jacob deGrom won the NL nearly unanimously. It's predictable. We have talked about this for months. Keith Oberman. In August said he was gonna win this. Look, I love Max Scherzer. I'll go to some numbers. He had a sparkling year. He was 18 and 7. He had a 253 ERA. He had 300 strikeouts. But people don't want to give a guy three Cy Youngs in a row. What DeGrom did on a bad team meant something. His ERA is ridiculously low. It's 1.70, and he closed well, Mike. He, started, he was like 5-7. and seven. He finished 10-9. and nine. He won his last two decisions. And, and I'm okay with this. I don't think it's the end of baseball. I don't.
1: You know, Tony, I'm not with these people. I don't respect their judgment, actually, because I don't value what they value. I value winning the damn game more than the ERA. And therefore, it is analytical hijacking. These people have hijacked baseball. They want to impose their will and tell you what's important. I don't share most of and maybe none of their values, and it's absurd.
0: Next. Villanova should feel blank about getting crushed by Michigan. They should feel nostalgic. It's a bad loss. It's at home. It's 27 points. But if you go to Villanova, you just look up in the rafters, and you've got two national championship banners in the last three years, including the one against Michigan this past year. They lost four guys to the NBA. Villanova is not Duke. It's not Kentucky. They don't reload. They have to build a team. I'm sure Jay Wright saw this coming. They hadn't lost a game by double figures, Mike, in 108 games. Tony,
1: it's brand new. It's got to be a brand new team. By definition, you mentioned the four. Let's go through the four guys. Mikhail Bridges is, was drafted now by the Philadelphia 76ers, but he's on the Suns. Uh, Dante DiVincenzo but with the Bucks playing with the Freak. Omari Spellman is one of 94 rookies down there in Atlanta on the Hawks, and Jalen Brunson is in Dallas where they're also trying to build something. So it's brand new. I mean, what do do people expect from Villanova this year? They get a pass all year as far as I'm concerned. And by the way, they're going to win the Big East. What's next? Last one, Le'Veon Bell should feel blank about his former teammates raiding
0: his locker. He should feel finality. He is never going to be a Steeler again. They may have reunions. They're never going to invite him. This is worse than Ray Allen. This, well, What this was, essentially, was birds of prey going through his locker. He was the dead carcass on the side of the road, and, and vultures were stripping it bare. These guys wanted a piece of him because they know how good he is, but they hate him. He abandoned them. There's no love there. Michael, this felt to me like war spoils. That's what it felt like. But the question is, how should he feel?
1: Finality. He should feel perversely proud. If he wasn't worth Jack, they wouldn't have gone to get his stuff. You have to have some sort of stature, not just in the locker room, but in the business for people to want to raid your locker and get your stuff and either give it to their neighbors' kids or put it on eBay. You gotta have some 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 size to you, Tony, some importance, so some
0: swag. So perversely proud. That's it. Eat your words, Will Bond. Let's take one last break, but still to come. Should Manny Machado rule out the Yankees after what Hal Steinbrenner said? Yes, in a word.
1: And does my man Charles Barkley have the golf credibility to analyze the
0: Tiger-Phil match? He doesn't have to analyze it. He just has to be funny. He just has to be charming. I think we agree that Charles can do that. He's perfect. <laughs> Program note, Mike and I will be hosting tomorrow's PTI from the big Binghamton Northwestern game in Evanston. And then we'll be calling the theme. game itself with Will Fleming at 7 p.m. Eastern on ESPN News. Tune in, darn it! That's when right. Right you're near the Fieldhouse. Well, happy 26th birthday, Trevor Story. Continuing our theme of shortstops with power, we moved from Francisco Lindor's 25th birthday yesterday to Trevor Story's 26th today. Story had just as big a bunch of numbers as Lindor this season. 37 homers, 108 RBI. And if you consider that Nolan Arenado is at third base in Colorado, that may be the best left side of the infield in the National League. Are you going to talk about the Cubs, Mike? Well, I'm not going to trade anybody
1: away for Javi Baez and Chris Bryant, and I ain't going to get rid of Chris Bryant, so I'll, I'll take my
0: two guys. That's okay. Happy anniversary, Cam Newton. On this day three years ago, you broke into an extended dab dance. Much to the chagrin of several Titan defenders. That was during Newton's Super Bowl and MVP season. He fell off the last two years, but this season, 17 touchdowns, five interceptions, and a personal best passer rating of his career, 101.2. I must confess, I missed the dab. You know, I just I just miss it. It's, it we nothing replaced it. Happy trails to Hamadou Diallo's dunk attempt. The Thunder rookie went for the windmill on a breakaway last night, lost control of the ball and ended up just throwing it off the backboard. To me, this looks like what happens when one of those dopey mascots goes off a trampoline and loses control of the ball and his body. Except I'll remind you, there's no trampoline. This guy goes off the wood floor. How about that? Okay. one omission. The Rockets plan to officially part ways with Carmelo Yeah, that's on the clock. Again, We're uh, running out of show. We go to the big finish. (laughs) Yankees owner Hal Steinbrenner said Manny Machado's hustle comments, quote, ain't going to sell where we play baseball, unquote. Your thoughts? He still left the door open about his baseball people. I'm sure the numbers fanatics will come in. Baseball
1: owners approved a five-year contract extension for Commissioner Rob Manfred. Deserved... That's a,
0: that is a real endorsement for a guy who wants to change the game. Ernie Johnson will call the Tiger-Phil match. Charles Barkley will be on the pregame. What, will that make you watch? What, no Kenny?
1: I mean, what's up? Kenny and Shaq, huh? The Pistons beat the Raptors with the buzzer and Dwayne Casey's
0: return to Toronto. You think he enjoyed that? Reveled in it. Last one, college hoops tonight. Texas A&M at number three, Gonzaga. Are you, are you smelling upset? Duke ain't the only team out there
1: that's been great. Averaging 112 a game, Gonzaga. Out of time, trying to do better the next time. I'm Tony Kornheiser. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, knuckleheads. You can get the PTI podcast on the app or Apple podcast. Wilbon gave me a Canada Goose coat.